Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, lo. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Welcome to the Full-Time Devils podcast. It's me, Jay, hosting today. Adam McCullough isn't with us today, but he will be back very soon with some great videos. Don't panic. You're in good hands. Also joining me today is Karthik Sharpsunder, making your debut. Yes, indeed. Your Full-Time Devils podcast debut. You are a regular on the fan cams, of course. As well, we've got Kieran Taylor. Is it your debut on the Full-Time Devils podcast? It is. Long-time listener. First-time guest. Wish it was under better circumstances, though. Mm. We'll get to that, we'll unfortunately, get to that, yeah, later. We'll get to that later. Um, and last but by no means least is someone who's not his debut. We've all heard him many, many times. And I know you're full of the joys of spring this morning, aren't you? This <laughs> afternoon, the joys of Mr. spring, Mr. Andy Tate himself. Yes. Um, we were just talking before we uh, started recording about films, and you said you are not seen the new Star Wars film, didn't you? Yeah, I'm not seeing it yet, and I, 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 you got to follow, you got to follow the trilogy, you got to follow it in the correct order. I'm not even seeing the Last Jedi yet. Why don't you make it like a Tarantino film for yourself and watch like the last one first, <laughs> and then the beginning and the middle? Yeah. You know what I mean? Everything, like a novel, yeah. Yeah, it's ruining me back to front. I mean, my last movie I seen was Avengers Endgame. That was about oh, a year ago. Now, that was that. decent. A long that. time yeah. ago. That that bit where Captain America says Avengers Assemble. But why they made him whisper it, I don't know. Avengers at the back. Assemble. Because he's whispering it, so people in the back yeah. are going to go, oh, what did he say? Did he say I, assemble? All right, are we going now? Yeah, let's go. I think that might be the greatest payoff, though. The greatest build-up to oh, something in film history. Yeah, and how would, how would the duck it, just happens to come through a portal at the same time? Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> well, it's 20, was it 27 films in nine years or something stupid that yeah, led yeah. to that yeah, moment? Yeah, yeah I've not mm. done Which it. is pretty impressive. Uh, I've only done the Avengers, and I've just actually, I've got through Guardians of the Galaxy, but I've not seen Doctor Strange and all that. I've seen Spider-Man. Yeah, I've seen Spider-Man, and the last Spider-Man movie Spider-Man. was absolute rubbish pants. <laughs> Far from home. Yeah, far from home. Controversial. Controversial. That's something I'd to say. He loved it, but he's four. So, you know, he's... he's, he's, I was going to say, I loved it, but... Yeah, exactly. (laughs) People right now are going, what the fuck are they doing talking about Spider-Man and Avengers when we've just been beaten 2-0 at home to Burnley? We tried to prolong it. We didn't really want to talk about it, but suppose we've got to. Um, We were all there last night. Time of recording, this was the the morning after the night before. Um, 
were at the game. A lot of anger towards Ed Woodward. A lot mm. of anger towards the Glazers. Probably the, one of the f- few times I can remember the whole ground standing up to Andy Glazer's chance, even near the executive boxes and the director's bit. Um, Andy, I'll start with you. You've been pretty vocal against Ed and yeah. the Glazers since ever since I've seen you, met you. Um, do you think this anger and frustration towards Woodward and the Glazers is going to change anything? Do you think it's different to what we've seen before? Do you think it's worse than what we've seen before? Other than obviously the, the, the actual I think process. it's a pivotal moment because, like I said, the atmosphere last night, even the fog it played, it was a bit of a, an eerie presence in the air. That it could, It's like with the traditions of United, it's like the spirits were rattled as well. And uh, yeah, it, it, got, it got nasty last night and toxic. Even I... I can say I took I took my nephew. Even he was vocal, and he's seventeen. I was vocal. I've never seen the ground do that in about fifteen years. I feel for people that are like that age. How old are you, Kathy? Twenty. Oh, mate, Kieran. <laughs> Twenty-three. Yeah. Oh, fucking hell. Yeah. So I do. I feel for you, youngsters, because me and Andy over there, we've seen you know thirteen titles and all the rest of yeah. it. I've seen. Oh, but well, say I've got. I've seen the bad years. I've. I've. I've yeah. I've gone through the eighties with. Well, all we did was win a couple of FA Cups. So, yeah, they're, they're dark days, but this is the worst since, well, say the, since the 80s. Even the 80s, though, I vaguely remember the 80s. I was born in 1980. But even the 80s, like, we we got results at Anfield. You know, we got big results. City were worse than us for much of that decade, and we won trophies. Yeah. Now, and also you had some hope for the future of the club. Now it's like, it just seems darkness. You talk about the fog. The darkness is descending, and... What is the end game? Sorry to... Pardon, pardon. <laughs> I love it, I love it. Bring what, it on. What is, what is there? Because it's like, you think, okay, well, this could happen. It could lead to this, it could lead to this, and then it can lead to the, the Glazers leaving and everything being rosy. But I don't even see that. I can't, yeah. you know. All you can see... I'm no financial expert, It would have to be a scandal with, with the dealings they do. You know what I mean? With the banks and all that. I don't even think... I don't, I mean, I'm, not, I'm just saying, yeah. look, 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 look what happened to Leeds United. It'd have to be along them lines. Look at that, they nearly went under. I know, but it, it, it has to be something really scandalous and dodgy. And that's and that's the only way to maybe remove him from power and remove them. They have to force to sell. You know, it, Kieran, where do you stand on the, the Glazers and Ed and everything? Uh, I mean, <clears throat> we were talking about last night and last night was the first time I can remember because we've always had this mentality we're angry about the Glazers, even when we were winning and when we were picking them. But last last night was the first time it almost seemed that anger turned to somewhat despair. I mean, seeing on 80 minutes, I mean, Rio said it himself in the post-match stuff, called it an embarrassment. And just to see what, just everyone leaving in their drones and and everything. Just even in their drones. Did you say? Drone, drone, drones is drones. <laughs> drones. They fly drones. out of the stadium uh, on a drone. <laughs> that oh, was a sight. To be <laughs> there's, there's your protest. It is the year 2020. Where's the flying cars? You know what I mean? Um, too far away from that. But it's just what uh, you know. People are starting to slowly. Um, it's just people are starting to realise now what they're actually I've doing. I've seen young the club kids now. singing it. Yeah, young kids at 10, 11, 12, uh, and and. <laughs> And, and that's, that's saying something. Yeah. Young kids with the dads actually singing. And the whole point as well, it's the not... The Glazer song. It's not just, you know, mm. the, the diehard parts. Like you said, the executive boxings and stuff getting involved. Yeah, you it just was right around me. Yeah, I, I, I was in the street and I could see it. Say my nephew's in the Stratford end, and he actually saw people in in suits, all in his suits and all that, actually 
Sing it in standing up. I don't, right. I don't know. It's if quite it's, a sight. So that me. little box where Fergie you know, and all that sits, that little segment. I don't. I didn't see them personally. I'm in Australia. I didn't see them stand up, but the surrounding bit did, and they usually mm. don't join in with that sort of stuff. But the whole ground to me looked like it was just stood up in unison. Yeah. Um, and it was, you know, it was getting a little bit like that when we were against Norwich, even though we were winning. So you knew that there was going to be something happen, or something was going to happen. Sorry, when we went behind to Burnley. Um, you know what? What is the answer then? If it's not standing up in the ground or chanting, is that going to get us anywhere? Do you think, Carthy? Do you think that can? I'm not saying you know people shouldn't do it. I think people should always be vocal about their unhappiness with the Glazers. But you know, how do you see it changing anything, or what do you think could change something? I mean, I thought that when we did it against Norwich, when we were like three 0 up or whatever, it was more impactful because we're doing it when we're winning. So yeah. situations like last night, they're just going to look at it and go. Oh, they're only doing that because we're losing. You know, they're just throwing the you know toys out the prams yeah, sort of thing. Yeah. But I think the only way we can make a change is to just stop going. But no one's going to do that because we we love United. We we go to watch That's United. That's what they expose. Yeah. I and think you know you loyalty, you, know, you love. Yeah. Do you think it is getting up to that point, Andy? Do you think you would get ever get there where you think I'm not going anymore? I can't do it. No, no, because me and you spoke no. about this on this podcast old, many me times. And you, my dad took me to Old Trafford my first time in 1983. Similar to me. He gave me a video tape. What's that? Get back to me. And yeah. I did. And it's it's why I love the club. Mm. And it's like I say it is like, like I said, I'm I get emotional now. It, it's part it's part of my life. Next to me family first, United second. It's it's what it is. No, I feel you, mate, I do. And you know, I'm the same as you, my dad took me and me, my daughter, me, missus has started taking. Well, me, I mean, missus took me eldest. She's nine. She's been going a couple of years now. I feel for her because she's, you know, she's. I've said this many times. She's watched us get beat off Derby, draw with Rochdale, last minute winner against the mighty Rostov. She's seen some absolutely epic clashes. <laughs> um, but you know, she loves going, and I want to take my lad as well. Like my dad took me. Uh, he's four, so he'll be. Going. I want to take him maybe this year or next season. But I'm, I'm almost at a point where I'm thinking, is, is this, is it, yeah, well, you know. I, it? Am I part of the problem? Yeah, my dad gave me the videotape to the history of Manchester United, and I must have watched it a dozen times, about nine, nine, ten years old, yeah. to get what the club meant. And I went to the FA Cup final in 1985. I actually got what it meant at ten years old. Yeah. Kim. And that was even during the barren years. Sorry. No, Sorry, no, go on, no, go on. Kevin, Sorry, that, was even, want... that was even during the barren years from 85 to 90. I never stopped loving. I never stopped going. I just went for the love of the game because, like, oh, it's Saturday afternoon. I'm going with my dad. I'm going in the Stratford End. I'm going in the Stratford Paddock. You know, with my dad, um, like I say, like I say, my, my mum's out doing shopping with my little brother. You know what I mean? I'm going, I'm going at football with my dad, and that's that was like my, me and my dad doing it on the way. Going uh, a match I, on the weekend. I still remember my dad like Wednesday night once saying to me, well, um, "Go and get your scarf." Well, yeah, I'm going get my scarf. Go and yeah. get your scarf. We'll go to Old Trafford. <gasps> yeah. yeah. said that to me in yeah. 89. Get, get one o'clock. Yeah. Go and tell your mum. We're yeah. going. Come on, get your scarf. We're going one o'clock on a Saturday afternoon. Well, I think I said that to my lad. Now he'd be like, no, you're all right. See, <laughs> <laughs> BBs has just started. I'm good. Um, and I'd probably be like, you know what? I'll stay in and watch that with you. Um, Kieran, Edward was getting a lot of flack as usual. Justified? Is it all his fault? Very much part, yeah, to be honest, yeah, a large part of it is his fault. At the end of the day, unfortunately for us, he's a really good, you know, commercial businessman. He's fantastic at making money in that regard. Don't want to insult you too, too quickly. Yeah. Just, is he though, right? And the reason I ask this is the growth of this club 
are we getting the full? Are we get? Are we sort of really understand this? Has this club grown in what it's worth the way it should have done? Because I get where you're coming from. I think it was Mark Ogden tweeted something about all oh, the share prices have gone up, and then people have delved into that and gone. If you actually look at the size of this club as an asset, yeah. is someone compared it to General Electric? Yeah. General Electric haven't grown. They've invested loads of money, yeah. and over the past ten years, haven't really grown. They're one of the biggest companies in the world, and there's an argument that United have grown slightly. Yeah. But for a club that size or an asset, if we're going to talk in business terms, yeah. that size, we should have grown a lot more. So do you think he's flattering to deceive even on that bit? Or do you think he's doing that that bit well? No, but there's also, like you mentioned there, I mean, yeah, he's made business, but the, the club hasn't been invested in properly as well. I mean, just look at the stadium compared to other stadiums around the Premier League. There's no, it's nowhere near as up to there's, scratch. There's just leaks. And it just yeah. leaks and everything. Oh, the, the, the phone receptions really poured as well it's you're, awful no, I'm, I'm being honest no, no. you're trying to take I'm, sorry, I'm sorry that's a large part of a modern football yeah. stadium no, but, no, but, like, well, can I just say I'm quite happy to have no phone connection in all no Stanford. but when you're trying to text family and trying to talk to people yeah. at half time yeah. you cannot reach anybody like, even if it's an emergency or this that or the other you yeah. just can't reach no, the only reason I said it's, that it's is because I, I like modern to not stadiums get now during the game. That's the only reason. Modern <laughs> stadiums now, you can actually do a clear phone signal. I think if they, oh, I think Roof if, they put, leaking, I think if, they, if they made the Wi-Fi better, people would end up watching Coronation Street or something on the phone. <laughs> yeah, that's true. I know I've, yeah. I put my headphones on and watch a film. Do you know what I mean? Why watch that dross? Mm. Um, Edward Wood, Andy, you've been very vocal against Edward Wood since you ever came on this channel. Did your very first appearance on this channel, I think you were critical of him, and rightly so. Um, <laughs> it cost me my job, didn't it? <laughs> do, you, yeah. do, you, do you think he'll leave? Do you think he'll go? I mean, he's the highest paid executive vice chairman, to give him his proper moniker, in the country. As Kieran's just alluded well, to you there, he is making some money for Glazers, and more importantly, he helped them buy this club. With if you his want a strategy. piece of fans, get the fuck out and go go to the business side. Does he, though? Does he want a piece of fans? Does he no. care? I, I'm, I'm sure he does care, but from a football point of view, what the fuck does he know? Catholic. 17 months ago, we're on the lookout for a director of football. Jesus Christ. Where is it? Because no one wants it because it's not an actual director of football. That's, that's it's a poison challenge. I mean, no, but the thing is, yeah. not, I've said it's this not before. It's not the actual director of football right. role that you think no. it would be. Director of football, Liverpool, yeah. Man City. You don't hear about them. You don't. You don't hear the names get mentioned. But they're in the background. They're doing the job, and they're helping the manager. They're helping the structure of the players and recruitment. We ain't got it. We've got a guy who knows bank the banking system. He don't know the fucking offside rule. He don't <laughs> know fuck all about fucking VAR. Probably. He know. He knows fuck all about emotions and football. He don't. He don't get it. He's born with his, a, a silver spoon in his mouth. He comes from like I would say. The uh, Cam David Cameron generation, you know what I mean? I don't doubt his business ability, and he, he's he, he's he's a family man and all that. But if you don't know anything about this great game on this planet with with a round object, it's not for you. Unfortunately for us, though, money talks, doesn't it? And the, mm -hmm. the longer he keeps making money, the longer the Glazers are happy to keep him well, keep him sat there, and it's fucking just, yeah. Just take, just put him aside. Yeah, I, if it were that easy, like no, yeah, it, it is that it is that easy. Obviously, if he's got like. any heart, any dignity, if this is like still going on next yeah. season, just move aside. Yeah. There is a, there is a, a, an argument. I don't know if it's true or not that he's not a United fan. He's a Liverpool fan. <laughs> right? No, hear me out. And if someone's I've paying you four point three million quid a year. So obviously Liverpool's shambolic decline <laughs> and the fans were all, all the scousers were chanting, you know, we ate Andy Tate, would you care? Point. If you were getting four and a half million quid a year and you weren't a Liverpool fan, would you care? 
It's a good, it's a good question, but. <laughs> Yeah, it's the money, but I'm not saying he revels in the hatred. I'm just saying he's probably not bothered because he's getting paid loads of money and he's not a fan. I'm old school. I I come from, I have a general love for this club. He doesn't, that's my point, mate. He he doesn't. He 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 doesn't. It's where, a job to him. Where did he go when we when, when we needed him? He went to the Rugby World Cup final. Exactly. With, mm. with his cronies. And we, we were losing. Who we lose to? Barmouth, was it? Where the fuck was he? Yeah. He's on the other side of the fucking world. I mean, I'm going to have to ask. We have to sort of, you know, we, we've all made our feelings on Edward Leclerc. I don't think there's anyone on this podcast who thinks he's doing a, a good job on the football side no. of things or wants no. to see him continue. But where does the manager stand in this? Kieran, I'll start with you. Because, yes, I don't want the Glazers at the club and I think the, the, they've bled this club dry. The money we've spent, we've wasted. There's been no strategy. It's been a shambles. Yes, I don't want Ed Woodward at his club. I think he's got no football knowledge and he shouldn't be involved in making football decisions. But that doesn't change the fact that I, you can think all these things, not mutually exclusive, that I watched United get beat 2-0 last night and when we were losing 2-0, I saw Jesse Lingard, who's not scored a goal or had an assist in over 12 months, and Luke Shaw, who's got, I think, two goals in his entire professional football career, albeit he did score a goal that was disallowed, being brought on last night. Now, surely the manager's got to take some responsibility here for the performances and the tactics that we're seeing against a relatively average Burnley side. I mean, the whole season we've struggled to beat these teams who mm. play these, you know, I don't want to say part of the bus, but, you know, deep-line defences... And unfortunately, when you don't have Paul Pogba in a team, and I, I say Paul Pogba because in my eyes, he's probably the only out-and-out creative player that can hang in the top four in the Premier League standards-wise. I don't, I, and people, a lot of people, there's been all this Ollie out, Ollie in. It seems to be, you know, dividing a lot more each day. And I've had this debate many times with my mates who aren't United fans who, who say, look, he's just not cutting the mustard. He's not. What more, like, with the players he has right now, He's, he's brought in three players this season. I think we can all agree those three players have improved the squad, whether marginally or, or a lot. They have improved yeah, yeah. in areas. Yeah. He needs more. We're t- we are 21 days into this transfer window. And uh, how on earth? And not even just, it's not as if we had problems this month. Leading up to it the whole season, we've been saying, if we improve in January. And then we put all our eggs in the Holland basket there. And then that, 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 that obviously fell through. And it doesn't seem we have a clue what we're doing. Sorry, I'm, I'm going on a bit here. But to no, answer no, you're right. Keep going. To answer your question, you know, does, does Ollie have to take some sort of onus? Obviously, he does. He's the, he's the coach at the end of the day. But my counter-argument would be, what, I mean, like you said, you've got Jesse Lingard on the bench who hasn't scored an assist in the league for a year. you got Luke Shaw who's one career goal to his name. You got sorry, Di- one. No, I gave him two. Oh, sorry, sorry, right. sorry, I think you're right. It's one. Yeah. one. Yeah, you've got Diogo Dallo. <laughs> Diogo Dallo hasn't kicked the ball in, I'd say, since May last season. You know, Eric Boy, who was on the bench, who's coming back from, what, six, seven, eight months, whatever it was on the touchline. He needs more bodies in there. He's been clearing out the deadwood as we, we've been crying out a manager to do. And he has been doing that. But when you clear people out, you have to bring people in. And there's just been not enough of that. Yeah, I agree on pretty much everything you've said there. Karthik, where do you stand with the manager? Is it time for a change? Is it his fault? Is it, are his hands tied? Well, um, go on, as the kids say. <laughs> I've never said that in my life. Um, I mean, I said it on my fan cam last night. It's, it's, there's Very some response. Uh, there's some. 
there's some blame to be put on Ali, yes, because sometimes his in-game management has been poor. I'll throw my hands up and I'll accept that. Yeah. But you have to look at what he's doing in the game, what he's got to manage in the game, and that's nothing. Now, I said it on my fan cam. If you look back at Jurgen Klopp, I don't want to talk about Skars, but I have to here. <laughs> when he came in, look at that team that was there and look at the team that beat us last week or Sunday, whenever it was. There's a massive difference. There's only three players from that original squad that are in there now, maybe four. Was it Milner? Milner, Lalana, Henderson, no, and Origi, no, no, I think. No, he didn't inherit Milner. Milner was a city one, eh? No, I'm pretty sure he was still there. I think Klopp signed came, Milner when just, he was there. Did he, did he I think him? he might just have. Just come in when Klopp was there. So, out, out of this team. So, maybe three then. Sorry, I might be wrong. Three, I thought, I thought, about no. three to three. four original. So, that I know just Henderson proves... Was there, I know even even if yeah, Klopp was, yeah. even if Klopp did put in a system when he came in even with those players and they were playing exciting football which Oli also did in the first three months he needed that recruit he got them to a cup final yes brilliant good for him but he lost it because the team wasn't good enough now that should tell you that a good recruitment policy gets you to where they are now and that's not what we've done simple as that um, no I agree with that and I think Halson made a good point a few weeks ago in one of the previews you look at Klopp there was a strategy there. Now, I sat down a few months ago, and you might not like everything he's got to say, but Duncan Castle did make a good point. He said about the sort of the way that when Klopp was brought in, players were brought in that fitted his style, that fitted his the way he liked to play football, that fit the system that he did. When Pep went into Man City, Man City bought Sterling and De Bruyne before Pep was even there. They mm. knew that he was coming in. They knew that those were players he could get the best out of and that would work in his system. He's got Tiki Bergistan, who I was pronouncing their own, forgive me who he works with, he's known for years, who's like helped him get the players that he wants. When they went for Van Dijk and they couldn't get him, Liverpool, they went, they waited and then went back in until they could get him because they knew what a difference was made. When they had a keeper that was underperforming, they got a new one in. They strengthened, even if it meant to spend a lot of money. When City brought a new keeper in, under Pep, and he weren't good enough, they got rid of him, brought another one in. Yeah. They got rid of Bravo, brought in Edison. Now, with United, it's like Jose signs... I don't know, Mkhitaryan, right, don't work out, right, that's, you know, that's your lot or whatever, or you're swapping for Sanchez. This, the following summer, he wants a defender, you're not having one. You know, he wants a centre-back, you're not having one. Moyes came in, we bought him Fellaini in his first transfer window when the, the squad, all right, we were the defending champions, but we was an ageing team. Um, Van Al came in, we threw loads of players at him. Even some he obviously didn't even want because, you know, he, we, we, we had a, under Herrera sat on the bench with Wayne Rooney in midfield at one point and, you know, nonsense like that. Falcao on the bench and Di Maria up front. It was just chaos. Now all these come in. Yes, you've brought in players, but we're still crying out for more. And as Kieran Carthig had mentioned, the transfer window's running out. Is it just Ollie or the system or the everything? What is it? It's a bit of a, all of them. It's, it's everything. It's a, it's a clash of everything. It's uh, the team. We had a, a Half decent transfer window in the summer. His, his hands are tied. Tactics, I think he needs guidance. Can I, can I just ask you this, Alanda? Did we have a decent transfer window in the summer, right? Because... It was going okay. It, 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 just, I, I get where you're coming from. I'm not disagreeing. I just want to ask you this question, right? Everyone goes on about this transfer window. And I don't want to disagree with Kieran when he said there were good signings, right? Harry Maguire, for me, is a good defender. I wanted Harry Maguire. I said, Same let's here. get Harry Maguire. Adam Wambasaka is a good defender. I wanted Adam Wambasaka. Daniel James, 15 million, could be the worst football in the world. 15 million quid, don't matter. Hmm. Yeah? And I think he's actually done very well, even though he looks knackered now and he needs a rest. Yeah, we brought in those players and there were, there were signings. But let's not forget, 
we basically couldn't have paid any more than we paid for Harry Maguire. You were never going to pay more than 85 million quid for him. You couldn't have paid more than 50 million quid for Aaron Wambasaka. Dan James, okay, is a bit of a bargain, but he never kicked a ball in top flight football. We also let go Lukaku, who, regardless of what you think of him, 42 goals in 96 appearances for Manchester United. We let go Herrera, an absolute first name on the team sheet under Ole. Absolute banker, but we messed him about with the contracts and he just walks away. We let go Sanchez. All right, he's a bit of a spent force, but was still a, a you know a big name, if you will. We let go Smalling. We let go a lot of players as well, and we didn't replace them. So is that a good transfer window on the whole? Bit of half and half, isn't it? If you mm. <laughs> why look at Lukaku now, top of the Italian league, got a good chance of winning it. Ashley Young's over there as well. Lukaku, Lukaku would have started last night. Oh yeah, if we had Lukaku, yeah. he would have started. That's his Do you game. think Lukaku would have been on the bench it's, or not coming? He'd have started that, that game. That's we, his game. We have basically yeah, ten game. days now to start the season. Sorry, just twist it back to. Yeah, that's it. That's it. We have basically ten days now to try and save our season. That is it. Why wasn't Why weren't Fernandez ready to go January the first? And they're still haggling over money. Five, five, ten million. Yeah, where, where's this 30 million that's come out for this 16-year-old kid from Birmingham City? I said that last this, night. This is, we need players now, not five years from now. It doesn't... I know I know. we're buying young, we, we want for the future, but this is now. You, <laughs> you want to get You want to get into... You want to get European football next season. You have to look now what what we need to do. We need a midfielder and a striker. Rashford is done till next season. The lad needs a rest. And the Old Trafford Medical Centre is an absolute farce. And I'm not blaming Solskjaer for that, but they, can, have, can they have to look can, at themselves as well. You mean, you mean United's medical team? Not United's Old Trafford medical, medical team. Center, which I think is a, is a doctor's on <laughs> very renowned hospital. Yeah, that's actually, that's, that's a very renowned medical What have I done wrong? Like, <laughs> he carried two medical centers. He's rather medical good at his job, yeah. He's a joke. He's an absolute <laughs> joke. I mean, who authorises Pogba? He's okay to play two games. You made me laugh when you went and said, like, we're buying Young. Have you seen a bit off topic here, but we need a bit of light relief. Ashley Young's announcement video. No, but I, I saw it in your first interview. Have you not seen it, right? I, can, no, I, I cannot advise oh, you strongly no, enough that. to go and watch Ashley Young's Inter Milan announcement video. Is that the one where he's going, when I, when I made, I was young. Yeah, I was young. I was young, I was young. He's <laughs> proper buzzing after the fact his name's young. <laughs> oh yeah. When I played god. 45 games last season, <laughs> I, was, I young. was young. Oh my god. Honestly, it's, just it's like fest. Alan Partridge goes to... Uh, goes <laughs> better to than playing the piano, isn't it? Did you see his first interview and he got out into Milan? There's a guy who comes up to him and he goes, good weather, isn't it, in Milan? And he goes, yeah. Is it your first time in Milan? Yeah. He goes, thank you. And he goes in, and that's his first interview and joining the club. Reminds me, my days reporting that sort of questions, the sort of hard-hitting journalism you used to get with me. <laughs> you used to go to Milan? Why no, I didn't. Why I, they sent me to Carrington a few times into the Etihad, unfortunately. And think glamorous places like Preston's training ground. Um, Good old Preston. But even though, right, just as we mentioned Ashley Young, so far in his transfer window, we've sold Ashley Young for 1.3 million quid and brought in no one. Now, I'm not going to get into that young thing. I know people say oh, we need to go and all that, but we're actually we've actually got fewer players yeah. in the middle of this transfer window than we had at the start of it. You Is be- that acceptable? You're beginning to believe that there's no money. This bottomless pit. It's been everything has been siphoned. There's, there's supposed to be 70 million available from the Lukaku sale, and United were only willing to pay 40. And Lisbon wants 60 million for, for Fernandez. Yeah, you're going to throw 30 million at a youngster, but I'm beginning to believe there's no money at all. Kieran, you seen us linked with this Inter Milan midfielder? Yeah, Vecino this morning. What's that? That's Do you know what I love about this as well? What? Are we linked with this Inter Milan lad? We want him. Yeah. 
and we've just sold them. Yeah, I'm up. So a week later, then we go on loan. Apparently, on loan. A week after we sold them, Ashley Young, and they don't have to deal with us anymore. <laughs> then we go. So we want a midfielder off you. No, I can see. The, I can see a lot of deals like that. See Ashley Young telling you, you don't want any of that. Don't want gold I can see the next few days a lot of those deals popping up on the yellow bar on a TV screen saying, "Who's that? Who on loan? What?" Because they're going to panic like they did under Jordan. No, seriously, though, do you believe we'll get anybody? Yeah, I, th- I think no, we. Will. I, I think we will have to get. I don't someone. think we will. I think even if it's someone who doesn't improve the squad, uh, you know, they will. Br- they will have to bring in someone because the the backlash they will face, you know, even it, just anyone. It's obviously not squads on its knees. The squads on its knees, and I'm not saying you know bring in someone for the sake of it, but that's probably what they will end but up doing. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I know, right? I know. There's a lot of nonsense spouted in the papers, right? I get it, but some of the things that have been coming out recently are very, very worrying, and it shows you where we're at. We're hearing things like, you know, um, the lad, is it, I always forget his name, Ramazane, Lamazane. Mm. Yeah. I've seen Ramazane. him a few times on Twitter, I always get his name wrong. He's, okay. he's not, I mean, he's nowhere near good enough, in my opinion, no. for top flight football, not disrespecting the lad. We've seen him being talked up. Demani We've seen, Miller. Sorry? Demani Miller's another one. Yeah. Him being spoken up. We've seen, I know it's nonsense, but... Carlos Tevez being linked with no. us. That's Ruining. Way ruining. Yeah, my, my, I mean, you're two steps away from Owen Hargreaves putting his boots back on. But I know it's that, a lot of people. He's still putting a shift and all. He's still yeah. putting a bloody shift. It shows you where we're at, though, that, that sort of these names have just been pulled out there because it's almost like silly season, Mark 10. Do you know what I mean? It's like. There's just sort of no end to it or no end to the nonsense that we're, that we're witnessing. Do you see, Carthic, I'll start with you, a, a signing coming in that can change things for Manchester United this season? This Do you see a January transfer being made that can help turn things around? I mean, I hope so, because yeah. I think I think if we get a Bruno Fernandes in, he's not going to solve everything. He's not going to be the shining light to save our season and get us top four. But he'll improve us on the pitch, and that's the kind of thing we need. Yeah, he might he might need time to settle, but I think he's still an effective player. But with what I'm reading so far, I don't think it's going to happen, and it's going to end up being a loan signing, or it's going to be a panic buy. It'll be like that time where we tried to sign Fabio Cointrell in, oh, yeah. on deadline Cointre, day. Yeah. Just a random name comes out of nowhere. Just to shut like, us all what? up. We that was half ten at night, wasn't it? Yeah. 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 Real Madrid, like no. We We need a striker, seriously. And you're going to, you can't stick with Martial up front. Is it? Is it? It's not fair on him. Do you think they? Have got it where it takes without Rashford to, to get the goals no, that we need. No. Well, you've answered that already before. No, I mean, that's it. Like you said the goals will dry up, and we'll. I won't, won't be surprised if we'll drop from fifth place. Do you think? What do you, where, where do you stand, Kieran? With that, with, do you think Martial can do it on his own? Well, with Greenwood as backup, uh, I'm a, always been a big fan of Martial. Honestly, um, I think the system definitely needs to be played around him. You know, I think when you saw. For stars, you've got to have a fucking system. Yeah, you have yeah. to have a system. And right now, we're kind of. Uh, he should have put his chance away last night. Yeah, and again, and an touch. That and was field on Sunday. Shocking. Right? Weird last couple of games. Like, why is Sorry, I do me from saying this, but I know you're you're his fan club. But why is you know he what what I mean? He should, he should have buried it. He should have buried it at Anfield on Sunday as well. Well, yeah. I mean, I, th- I think this, the sad yeah. thing for me is I think Martial can be. I've said this along a few times. Similar to a Firmino type of player. So keep going about scouts, but you know. just they're doing things rather yeah. well at the moment. Where if you have yeah, him as your sort of deep line number nine with someone like a Rashford and another attacking, so maybe a Mason Greenwood on either side, 
between the three of them, yeah. they can get you goals and he can help create and get his own goals. I think when you've got him as your only striker, last night against Burnley, there was times when you needed someone in the box and he wasn't there. Now, when Rashford's there, you get away with that because sometimes they, they swap. People say, oh, Rashford's always on the left. Rashford cuts in a lot and will sort of get in, in a there link, a lot. In a change. Yeah, but Martial, you know, he's coming deep to get the ball, he's drifting wide. And when you've not got someone like a Rashford alongside you, it, it gets exposed. Um, obviously, we've not really mentioned the, the goals or anything about that. We mentioned Martial and his performance, but there was two goals obviously we conceded against Burley. The first one, Harry Maguire at fault. Yeah, played yeah. him on side. Yeah, played yeah. him on side, didn't he? Same that, piece is that is our what you say, it's our crypt, isn't it? Is that worrying that yeah. Harry Maguire, our 85 or 80 million quid defender, is. Um, Oh, he's making say he's basic learned, mistakes, or is that just learn from your mistakes? Yeah, is that okay? Give him a bit of a, you know, he's he's up against it, and it's not his fault. Or I mean, the second one, it was like, well, what? Well, I've like, got into a bit of a thing on Twitter because I blamed the hate for that. I agree with you. Uh, I thought his positioning was bad, and I thought he, he left a massive gap there, and he could give himself too much to do. It's beginning becoming a thing now where he's just yeah. getting beaten. It's from a lot post. of people like no, he, no one would have saved that. I don't think, like I said, about four and a goal, they don't talk to each other. I'm not going to just stand there like statues and look at each other. There's no communication there, isn't really. The hate's always been like it's like, always been quiet what, what you, yeah. what, what you give what you, yeah. what you give yeah, to somebody but... to just start bollocking each other there's no I one in the that, chamber I think that could turn into like an mm. 11 well, man argument well, though because no, they're you, all as no, bad as each other at the minute <laughs> that back four should like um, was it, I remember Brian Robson he said this and Stevie Bruce late night uh, was it Fergie's reign he lost to Norwich City and they all they all went into town they, they all went to a pub and they all had to clear the air talks and they, they didn't like what was said to each other. Brian Robson, Gary Pallister, Steve Bruce, they were all there, Paul Ince, and they were all there and they, they had to clear the air, right, you, you're not pulling your weight, you're not pulling your weight. And Gary Pallister was saying, like, I didn't like what I was hearing, but I had, you, had to, you had to listen and you, and you can say your bit as well. But they actually cleared the air. Now, I know this squad's behind Solskjaer and I, I can see that. I, I see they want to play for him. But maybe Solskjaer just going, all right, lads, I walk out the door, sort it out between yourselves as well. And if you, you think, can't take if you can't take the criticism, think, why the fuck do, are you there? Do you think as well, right? Right, we've all made our feelings clear on Ollie. Do you think right? I've started with, actually with Ollie. Do you think it's going to be here in the summer? Do you think it's going to be here to the end of the season? Yeah, yeah, to the end of the season. Yeah. yeah. Do you think Long Term is the right man for the job? I can't answer that. Right. Yeah, no one can. Do you, do you think personally? Either. I can answer that. Yeah. Long term, do I think Ollie Gunnar Solskjaer is the right man for the job? No, I'll be honest with you. I'm not saying only out. What I'm saying is, I think he's coming in now. He's doing a certain job, bringing through some yeah. youngsters, bringing through some players. I think long term is the answer. Probably not. I think we assess in the summer if we get top four with a trophy, give him more time, and I hope he proves me wrong. But I think, in even being honest, I see another manager coming in somewhere along the line in the next two years. What, yeah. he, what he's done needs to be carried on if, yeah. if there's yeah. another manager. I'm just it can't be really ripped up. There. He's the bridge to the next manager. Because yeah, yeah, if the next manager comes in. He could rip that side up again and we're starting again. What what I also wanted to get at as well, the reason I asked that is because if someone's going under the radar a little bit, the coaching staff. Now, we've had this thing with United. When Fergie left and Moyes came in and Rennie Merlinstein went and Mickey Phelan went and most of the backroom staff went and Moyes changed the setup. He was more on the training ground. He was more hands-on and you had the likes of Jimmy Lumsden and and, uh, Steve Round who for the life of me, I never understood what the fuck either of those two were doing coaching Manchester United and Phil Neville came in and Gary, uh, Ryan Giggs 
even though he was marginalised. There was a different setup. Then Van Al came in with a different setup, and Jose with Rui Farrier and, and, and things like that. Do you think the coaches need to be taking some responsibility? Yeah. Right? Well, Do you think the definitely. setup needs to be looked at as well? Because Oli's taking all the flat for the performances on the pitch, and some of it rightly so. But where's Mickey Feeling this? Where's Michael Carrick in this? Where's Kieran McCarron in this? What are they doing on the training ground where we're conceding so many goals from set pieces? Is that um, all on Ole? No, it's not on Ole because you got to look at what what, what goes on at Carrington. You know, what you know, exactly? The training. That's they, what I wonder. They, what, they, they got a lot. He's got right, lads. Maybe Solskjaer needs a meeting in the office with them three. Right, lads. What the fuck is going on? Yeah, because this is coaching things. Yeah, is it not? Am I? Am yeah, 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 yeah. No, it is. Do, do we actually do any opposition-specific coaching? I don't think we do, because if we did, we wouldn't have problems on the set pieces last night. No, you're right. And I don't. I don't know what we do in training. You, you play against Burnley, right? You could throw a stone out the window and you hit someone who'll tell you exactly what Burnley are about. Yeah. They're about big, strong centre forwards. I thought They're Phil, about jo- pumping the I ball thought Phil Jones played okay last night. Yeah, but the bar's been so lowered, Andy, that if he doesn't defecate in the middle of the pitch, do you think he's had a good game? <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> but it fall is. Over. It is. He, he fell over, but he fell over at a time where he could get away with it. Yeah. That's the only difference. And do I think Phil Jones played well? No, I don't. But I'm not blaming Phil Jones. Oh, I don't think no, anyone played not. well. And I thought Andres Pereira was the worst player. I thought on the Fred. Oh, I thought, Andres um, Pereira. I'm sorry, maybe was Fred, was, Fred. Fred actually thought Nemanja Matic Fred was and Williams okay. were okay last night. But yeah, don't get me started. Pereira, what the fuck is he doing? I on thought the pitch? when Ashley Young left, I wouldn't be frustrated at another player. All I can he, say is he's taken that. All I can say is he needs help if if he wants to flourish. Who? Pereira, if if he wants to flourish. Maybe well, get him, no. get a career at United. He needs somebody no. alongside him. He needs, him. A, he needs no. a footballing no. brain and he no. doesn't have it. I don't he's, think he, I've never seen a player that bad have as many chances in a Manchester United shirt. He's played, what, over 25 games or something this season, or 20 games this season. Yeah. And he's shocking. He is, he is. And, you know, tripping someone up at the Etihad doesn't make your career okay. At Anfield, no, running into your own player. At the Etihad, no, he did it. He trips up. He's running his own player. No, but he, he, my point is, yeah. when he tripped Sterling up, it was a good thing, but you can't dine out on that for the rest of your life. No. That's all he's done all season, practically. It's just he's just so poor. I mean, you yeah. get you get pulled off at half time. You know you've had a stinker. Yeah. And we've seen him and Jesse Lingard both subbed at half time in the last what last two home games or the three home yeah. games. Three home games. Yeah. Those have been your number tens. It's just it's you know it beggars belief that this is where we're at. We've got players who can't score, can't assist, can't create. It's like they run away from the responsibilities. No, they're, they're literally some of them are running away from the responsibilities and they're not taking. Uh, they're not standing up saying, oh, I'm sorry. They're not, you know, that's what they do. He said, like, they're just running away. They don't know what to do. Why am I, Why are you on the pitch then? I don't know how Angel Gomez didn't get on yesterday. I think, yeah, there's something going on there, but I think maybe it was out of sympathy for him. He thought, you don't want to throw him into this mess because I don't understand the logic at all in bringing on Jesse. And, uh, mm-hmm. You know what? I could see even Rashford now, 18 months from now, if it's still like this, I want to go. You're almost to the point where you wouldn't blame him. He's a United fan through and through. It'll kill it. But, it'll but it'll that, absolutely that it'll set him apart to leave. It will set him apart if mm. it comes to it. You stay at the minute is because of your loyalty rather than thinking that, you know, You're gonna go he's a player that deserves Champions League football. Is he going to get at United? I don't he's, know. He's, Probably he's not. a player that deserves to win things as well. He deserves mm-hmm. not to be played when his back's knackered. I know. He deserves exactly. to have a rest. He deserves, like you say, I don't think he'll be back till next season, but he deserves a rest now and. He deserves the chance to flourish maybe elsewhere in the future. Um, before we wrap up, we're going to do our Wallies of the Week. I am Adam McCullough. Kieran, we'll start with you. My Wally of the Week this week. Uh, I don't want to steal anyone's thunder, but 
It's got to be the man who wasn't in attendance last night, uh, Mr. Ed Woodward. I think with the theme of everything going on at the club at the moment, it would be hard not to pick him just based on the fact that I've never seen such a, a cohesive, you know, I don't want to say hate because, you know, but it is, it is it is disdain. It is kind of hate towards a man who, you know, not single. It's not all his fault, but it is largely the reason we are in the mess we are. And you saw the walkout uh, last night. People leaving with 10 minutes ago. People have had enough. Uh, it goes back to when uh, the green and um, the green and yellow sta- scarf started popping up around. Was it like 2010, 2011? Yeah, after it feels, AC Milan. Yeah, it feels like the first time since then. Beckham put one round, uh, put a scarf around his neck. Yeah, uh, it feels mm-hmm. like since then, or uh, since you know those scarves started pop or uh, reappeared again, that people have uh, had enough, and that's for me why he's my. You'll see a lot more green and gold in this. Day. Oh yeah, hundred yeah. percent. I mean, if that's your only way to protest, then it, 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 you're getting something off your chest, and you're doing your little bit. That's that's fair enough. You do it, yeah. and those chants will get louder as well. Oh yeah, yeah. Like I said, the next home game is is it Wolves? Wolves at home, yeah. I mean, next Wednesday it could be absolutely toxic. Mm. We have, we have two um, cup games coming up. Yeah. Tram, Tramere or Watford but and the then what? recording, yeah, we don't know if it's going to be Tramere or Watford. Yeah. You assume um, it'll be Watford. Andy, who's your, who, who's your <laughs> Wally of the Week? I'm going to change the goalposts. Have a, have a little bit of fun. I'm going to have a pop at Greg's. Oh, here we go. Oh, here, here we go. go. All I'm going to say Ball is... Incoming. You're ruining Incoming. a tradition. This is... They've, for the moment, they've taken... Maybe set pasties off the, off the board... Non-existent. Do you get a vegan option of it, dear, or something like? Don't that? talk Stuffed, to me about vegan. the no. vegan option. No. Oh, vegan sausage rolls are right. Andy. I Come understand on. the nah. craze and that everyone's entitled to have their vegan sausage roll or vegan pasta, but to to meat set of pasties, it's a northern thing, and they've basically they've become the south. <laughs> southern eyes and grey. I got I got a pound bakery now, two for a quid. You're making Lovely. pasties southern. <laughs> You if you are things. listening to the people from Pound Baker, we are op- <laughs> open to sponsorship deals. Yeah, please. Um, oh, other other pastry delicacies are available from other shops, obviously. <laughs> Karthik, um, are you as outraged week? that Greg's have taken off the meat can't, potato pasty option? Can't, as, can't as say I am. Um, You'd be oh. saying that they took off cheese and onion pasties. Oh. Hey, there you go, lad. I'm still not giving it That expression says I'll say, uh, who am I going to go with? I could say that guy who's randomly started speaking about Pogba after... That's that's mine actually. That was random. Um, but go but I'm gonna go with. Uh, well, well, Andy told me that Gaz has never seen Back to the Future, so I'm gonna go Gaz. He's never seen Back to the Future. Never seen Back to the yes, Future. Yes, Radio them, Gaz. Any of them. I'm calling you out. It's an absolute great Scott. <laughs> it's a little bit weird though, Back to the Future, because I often wonder, like, is there is there some form of inbreeding going on there? Oh dear. Like, why are all the parents the same as the kids throughout the generations? What, you what? mean they look alike? Yeah. It's, well, it's the same actors playing them oh, from yeah. 1885 through 1985. 2019, sorry. So, oh, yeah, 2015, yeah. 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 So why are they all the same? McFly. Like? Yeah. All just like, <laughs> is it just incest central? I don't know. Maybe I'm looking into it too well, much. Well, it is 30 years since the last movie and what happened 30 years ago. Yeah, but in, in, coming around in, in, again. In, in 80 years or whatever, my grandkid's wife isn't going to look the same as my daughter. <laughs> oh, you never know. Oh, if there's something's gone wrong, well, there. It's, you know what I mean, it's just it's weird. Hill Valley. It's yeah, that's what I mean. The Hill Valley is like so <laughs> incestuous little inbreeding pot. Where's um, the flying cars, man? Exactly. Yeah, I think there's something going on there. I don't know. I don't know what I get. I don't want to get into it too deeply because I'll ruin it. But yeah, <laughs> it's always worried me. Um, my worry of the week, Kathy, you alluded to it, is Jason McAteer. Jason McAteer yesterday said that he blamed Paul Pogba for United losing against Burnley. <laughs> Paul Pogba 
it wasn't playing. He's created this atmosphere, um, and he's you know he's got a bad influence on everyone. He's influencing all these younger players, and it's his fault that he that United are struggling now. I don't want to get on a soapbox here, right? But this is a trait that we're seeing consistently in the media. Yeah, and it's not just with Paul Pogba, right? We've seen it all, and it's honestly we've seen it all for the last eighteen months with Meghan Markle. She's got a problem. Mm. She's got a bad attitude. She's upsetting the apple cart. It's all her fault. She's an she's a nuisance. We've seen it with Paul Pogba. We've seen it with so many other players. Raheem Sterling got it for years. Well, for about a year and a half before it got to the point of ridiculous where even us as Manchester United fans were saying it's ridiculous. That yeah. City player that used to play for Liverpool, you're out of order on him, which says it all. And now Paul Pogba's getting blamed. Now, if you're watching United get dicked off Burnley and you think Paul Pogba, who's not kicked a ball for us for months, is the issue, you're absolutely either deluded or you've got some sort of agenda. Yeah. Either way, you, it's not good enough. It needs to be better at your job of commentating than just spouting off what is pretty much right-wing drivel. Typical scouser. Well, you can argue that, but, <laughs> oh dear. you know, so to so watch that and go, it's all Paul Pogba's fault. It's a nonsense. And he's not the only one that said this. Now, listen, I've been critical of Paul Pogba. I think he's not been consistent enough. I think, you know, we haven't seen the best of him, but I still think he's a very talented player. But if he's not playing... It's not his fault. If he's just had surgery, it's not his fault that United are getting beat off Burnley. Oh, Jason McAtee didn't stand up to Roy Keane, did he? All them years ago. Oh, well. Yeah, you bottled it then, I think, I think yeah, he he's calling out for what it is. It is, and it, there, so, is, there is... Um, I'm not one of those who just likes throwing the race card, as people like to say, I don't like using that expression, but I think you need to look at it and it's like, why are we targeting these people? Yeah. There's an obvious sort of theme there's a, there's a running through. Yeah, there is a common denominator. So I think people like McAtee and some of the other people who comment on idiotic nonsense needs to look at themselves so he's my wall of the week but you could have swapped him for any number of, of pundits who've said similar mm. drivel in the past um, Kieran where can people find you uh, people can find me uh, on Twitter at Kieran Taylor to over at uh, Stratford Paddock as well give Stratford us a fuck the Stratford Paddock all sorts of madness going on there yeah, course, we've not even touched on the FA Cup game we're even going to get Watford or Tramway we're going to lose to one of them so it doesn't matter <laughs> Catholic, I can, can be found you? on Twitter at Cartsharm underscore. He's up to 400 followers now, the boy, eh? <laughs> I'm growing. I'm yeah, growing. got 50 followers overnight. And, um, and, and, yeah. and he didn't even rant, really. He didn't no. even swear and point at the camera. It's no. all about talking to which, Andy? <laughs> I'm on Instagram. <laughs> I'm not on Twitter, but I have thought about it. You're not Twittering anymore. Oh, you no, don't want to be on Twitter right no, now. Twittering. No, no, no. My favorite, I know. I, I would get a lot of followers. I know that. I would. I really would. You would, yeah. But the abuse as well. But I am on Instagram at and uh, underscore MUFC Tate. And uh, I've got about is it, nearly 1,500 people. If you want to see the worst impressions of French people or Scottish people, you should check out Andy's Twitter. Check Andy's out my Instagram. impression of Ed Woodward on Instagram. Yeah, yeah. yeah my name is Ed Woodward. Yeah. <laughs> It's uncanny. Uh, I thought Ed Woodward Ed was, was in the room. I was about to call you. If, if you are listening, there, that was Andy <laughs> pretending to be Ed Woodward, not Ed Woodward walking into the room. Oh dear. Um, Santa came in. We've got lots of uh, vids coming up as usual. We're going to be at the FA Cup game, giving you reaction to that. We're going to uh, we have Halson and McCullough are going to be doing a video again. They're uncensored video, so check that out as well. Um, all the usual stuff. We're going to have previews, um, fan cams, everything you expect. So don't forget as well to give us a like, a share, subscribe whether you're listening to us on iTunes, SoundCloud, Audio Boom, or you're watching on YouTube. I've been Jay. This has been Karthik, Kieran and Andy. This has been the Full Time Devils podcast. Thanks for watching. Cheers. 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 
Social Podcast Network. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.